Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and this is our review of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. My name is Peter Parker. I'm pretty sure you know the rest. I saved the city, fell in love, then I saved the city again and again and again. Look, I'm a comic book, a serial, I did a Christmas album, and a so-so popsicle. But this isn't about me. Not anymore. Spider-Man swings in once a day, zip-zaps up in his little mask and answers to no one. I love you, Miles. Yeah, I know, Dad. You gotta say I love you back. Dad, are you serious? I, I wanna, wanna hear it. Look at this place. Dad, I love you. Dad, I love you. That's, That's a copy. A copy. My name is Miles Morales. I'm the one and only Spider-Man. At least that's what I thought. You ever hear of the Super Collider? You're gonna love this. Dimension opening now. You're like me. That's impossible. All right, kid, listen up. This fry is your universe. It's soggy, it's weird, it's gross. And this delicious normal fry is my universe. So you want to learn to be Spider-Man. Can you teach me? Yes, I can. Time to swing. Ah, Good, you're doing it. Double tap to release and whip it out again. Okay. Whip and release. You're a natural. Whip. Hey guys. Who are you? I'm Gwen Stacy. I'm from another, another dimension. How many more spider people are there? Hey fellas. Hello. This could literally not get any weirder. It can get weirder. Okay. We need to get back to our universes soon. Brooklyn is going to collapse. My family lives in Brooklyn. Whoa, 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 whoa. Miles, what's wrong? This was never your city. It's mine. If I don't destroy the collider, none of us will have a home to go home to. Remember, what makes you different? Let's go! Is what makes you Spider-Man. Officer, I love you. <laughs> Wait, what? That way, that way. Other way, other way, other way, other way. Do animals talk in this dimension? Because I don't want to freak them out. All right, everyone, you were just listening to the trailer for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and the story is as follows. Bitten by a radioactive spider, teenager Miles Morales suddenly develops mysterious powers that transform him into Spider-Man. He must now use his newfound skills to battle the Kingpin, a hulking madman who can open portals to other dimensions. The film is starring Shamik Moore, Haley Steinfeld, Mahershala Ali, Jake Johnson, Liev Schreiber, Brian Tyree Henry, Luna Lauren Velez, and Lily Tomlin. It is written and directed by Rodney Rothman and written, uh, oh, and also co-directed with Bob uh, Parachetti and Peter Ramsey and Phil Lord. You might know him from things like the Lego movie and 2122 Jump Street is a writer on this as well. Joining me for this review, I have Daniel Howitt. Hello. And also joining us today for this special review, we have a guest coming from Cup of Soul Show, 
uh, dot com is Kafia Woods. Kafia, how are you today? Very good. I'm outstanding. I'm happy to thank you for asking me to be a part of the program. Yeah, no, we're really, really happy to have you on. We're very curious to know uh, what your history has been with Spider-Man as a character, because in a weird way, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is both setting forward uh, like a new era of incarnations of this character while also paying tribute to some of the other previous films that Sony has developed for the character before. Um, Not really so much on the Marvel side with what Tom Holland is doing, but I'm really, really curious to know as we start off here, actually, as the guest, we want to start with your thoughts. What has been your experience with Spider-Man in the cinema, and what did you ultimately think of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? Well, I mean, I, I think my relationship goes back. I'm a little bit older. I read the comic books when I was a kid. I was really into, I was more into Batman than, than Spider-Man, but I thoroughly enjoyed him because he was younger. The, the uh, I think this Spider-Man is more complex than uh, the Spider-Man we're used to from the Marvel version. As far as the movies, we see the complexity of his family more versus mm. With the Spider, the Marvel Spider-Man, it's kind of like, oh, he's that awkward teenager, but his home life is more stable compared to this. I mean, this. I mean, this Spider-Man, Miles, has a good home life, but there is the complexity of, you know, he wants to still be in his neighborhood, but his father wants him to go to this school where he doesn't really fit in because he feels as though they can't relate because of background and also the complexity, the relationship with his uncle. He's His uncle's like persona non grata and he doesn't really know why the dad feels that strongly about it. So you have these other things coming on. So you have poor Miles is trying to figure out the normal stuff any teenager is trying to figure out, right? Yeah. Then he's ripped out of the neighborhood that he loves into the school, which is like another planet. And on top of that, he the uncle that he loves and that he feels is closest to uh, his father is like, no, 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 no. But he doesn't really understand the animosities coming from. And then on top of that, you have he finds out he's becoming Spider-Man. So there's a lot of stuff with him and he's got to balance all of it. Whereas the Marvel one just kind of like he he's getting to figure out how, who Spider-Man is. And also he has the assistance of the other adventures, whereas Miles is out there really by himself, more or less. Mm-hmm. And then there's this whole wacky subplot involving portals to other dimensions on top of all of that. And it's Correct. like, this movie tries to do a lot. And I think the most satisfying and surprising aspect about this movie is that for a movie that, honestly, I wrote this one off when the trailer first debuted, I was like, oh, come on. I'm like, this is ridiculous. What a crazy, wacky idea for a movie. Uh, I Like, I wasn't... I definitely did not have high expectations for this at all. What a pleasant surprise. And I think one of the most genuine surprises of 2018. I don't think we expected this to be um, the best animated film of the year, but... Here we are, and it's receiving some unanimous critical praise, especially winning all these critics groups awards for best animated feature. Let's find out, though, uh, what the rest of us also think about this and if it does indeed hold true as one of the best animated films of the year. Dan Howitt, what has been your 
connection to Spider-Man and what did you ultimately think of this new film, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? Well, my connection to Spider-Man has been solely through films. I'm, I'm not a comic book reader, so uh, so I, I don't have any connection there. But definitely, uh, you know, grew up watching the Sam Raimi films. Loved the first two and didn't love the third, uh, as as most people feel. Um, but I, I really loved the films as a whole, as a trilogy, and then uh, even enjoyed the the Andrew Garfield series uh, for what they are. Um, so I'm I'm a fan of Spider-Man cinematically, and um, you know uh, Matt, you said you, you had kind of written this one off. I had not. I have been looking forward to this movie for a long time. I loved the first trailer. Um, on on uh, my, my other podcast, the Screeners Podcast, we did uh, kind of like our most anticipated movies of 2018 uh, back at the beginning of the year, and this was one of them. Um, so I've been waiting for this movie for for quite some time here, uh, partially because I just love Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Phil Lord wrote this wrote this one, uh, so I've been really excited. Um, and of course, I, I do. I do think um, it's it's interesting that we already had one animated superhero film this year, and one that we expected to uh, to easily come through and win the Oscar. And then we were blessed with Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Uh, and man, this movie lives up to everything I wanted it to be. It is mind blowing in so many ways. The the action, the animation. I genuinely don't know exactly how they animated this film i don't know nope. it's 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 a it's so complex it's cgi but maybe there's hand-drawn or maybe it just looks hand-drawn like overlay i i honestly don't know what this movie is made of and how fitting is it that it was co-written by phil lord who wowed us a few years ago with a similar yep. uh, animation with the lego movie where we all looked at it and went how did they do that <laughs> exactly and he does it again here it's it, the animation is just phenomenal and it pushes the genre forward it pushes the field of animation forward in in so many ways um that it's kind of hard to um, i loved incredibles too i think it's a fantastic film but it's almost hard to kind of look back and, and it just looks weirdly traditional even though it's phenomenal so this movie just really pushes the boundaries but it's not just the visuals uh the storytelling is phenomenal it's it manages to give us a brand new story of spider-man that feels fresh and different but but then they also give us the story we've known we've seen a dozen times already and they make that feel fresh and new so all around i i I can i can keep going here but I, i loved this movie i think it is really really fantastic um, you know, for me, I have been a Spider-Man fan since, you know, the first Tobey Maguire, Sam Raimi film. I love Spider-Man 2, like everyone else does. Spider-Man 3, yeah, I, I, try, I have tried my best to forget that that even exists. <laughs> the Andrew Garfield ones are, they're fine. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're poor like some people do, especially the second one. But I also don't think they're great either. And I really love what Tom Holland is doing right now with the character in Marvel. I'm, I'm a big fan. In fact, I actually think he might be my favorite Spider-Man ever. But if someone were to ask me, what is your favorite Spider-Man film? Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is probably my favorite Spider-Man film for reasons that you said there, Dan, in terms of the animation. And Kathia, same reasons you said in terms of the complexity of this character. But the thing that I love the most is how much this film honors tradition mm. while also being a trailblazer for new storytelling possibilities for the future. 
the character of Spider-Man, the whole idea about Spider-Man is that he's one of us. He's a kid. He's someone that goes through uh, relatable ex- life experiences that we all go through or went through rather as teenagers at, at a certain point to a certain degree. And the idea was that he was supposed to instill hope in the people of New York and this idea of anyone can be a hero. This movie really takes that to a whole new level, that message of anyone can be a hero. Mm. Because we see with all the different incarnations of the character that enter through these portals and with the lead character, Miles, a person of color, which we have not seen before as, a, as the character Spider-Man. It is sending a message to a new generation of moviegoers that truly whether you're a woman, whether you're a person of color, uh, a black and white film noir, I don't even know (laughs) what's going on there. But listen, the bottom line is anyone can be Spider-Man. Anyone can be a hero. I have not felt this empowered by a superhero film since, uh, well, actually, wait a minute. What am I saying? Black Panther, Wonder Woman all just came out recently. But that's besides the point. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, I love the direction that superhero films are starting to go in that they're not just concerned with uh, telling the stories that we have seen before, the origin story. And this movie even pokes fun at the idea that it's just another origin story all over again. They know that we expect that sort of thing, but instead they put a little twist on it. And as someone who sees a lot of movies, we all see a lot of movies. We feel like we've seen the same story before just told from a different perspective, a new character, whatever it might be. Um, oh, it's another origin story, you know, whatever. This is something I feel like I've never seen before, and I feel like it just kicks open a door for a future that has me so excited, not just of where they could take this new version of the character, uh, Miles in this movie, Miles Morales, but also, too, what it might mean for the superhero genre as a whole, for Marvel, for DC. Like, can can we get a a, a black Batman at, at one point? I think this movie proves to everyone that the answer is yes. Anyone can be a hero. Agreed. Agreed 100%. And I think, you know, that's, I mean, I think when people were asking me and saying like, well, is he discussing the fact that he's Latino, right? That he's mm-hmm. Afro-Latino, that he's bicultural. And I'm like, no. And I kind of like, I love that because at the end of the day, he's, that's his reality, right? Just like we all are ourselves. Like we don't run out of the house and we tell everyone what our nationality is, ethnicity is, whatever, religion, right? You don't introduce yourself and you say, hey, I'm so-and-so. And then you run down your whole situation. You give you name and everything else is just a part of your DNA. And then about it you know how he interacts with his mother how he interacts with his father i love that his father is overly affectionate you know yeah all had that moment where our parents are like i want to hug you and you're like not in front of the friends mom (laughs) you know what i mean say i love you son say i love you exactly (laughs) you know and i mean we that pain but he said it over the loudspeaker and he's like i'm already not fitting in this is not helping, right? But th- that's the humor, and we all can relate to it. Like, you don't have to be 
miles. Because like I said, as we all can tell a story where our parents have utterly embarrassed us and we just wanted to die. And that's what <laughs> I what I love about it is you can just see the humanity in, and you're rooting for him because of that. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I, I think that the relationships that are drawn in this movie, the connection that he has with his father, and the fact, too, that there is a dilemma in that his father is not really the biggest fan of the vigilante known as Spider-Man, him being a exactly. New York City cop and how that kind of comes into conflict. That adds another very interesting layer to the relationship between those two characters. And I also really love the... Um, mentor, uh, you know, uh, relationship that he has with the, I don't even know how to describe it because the, the plot of this movie is just so wacky, <laughs> but the, the spider Peter Parker. Yeah, the Spider-Man Peter Parker that we know from the Sam Raimi films, but is now like out of shape and Depressed. is separated from, yeah, Mary Jane. Like, it's very... <laughs> Trust me when I say, like, I feel like this movie, if you tried to describe it to somebody, mm. like, plot-wise, oh, this is what happens and all the Spider-Men, you know, or Spider-People, or I don't even know what you <laughs> want to say. Like, they all come in, and I feel like you would lose them. But if you just simply right. say, listen, this movie has awesome animation. It's funny. It's smart. It has a message that is empowering. It's a fitting, amazing tribute to Stan Lee. Mm-hmm. Like, that moment at the end, and I, I don't want to spoil it for anyone. I actually whipped out my phone at the end of the movie, and I took a photo of it because I thought the quote was so powerful, and I didn't want to forget what it said. But, I, I mean, all right, well, maybe I will spoil it. I'll tell you what it said. It says at the very end of the, at the movie, it's a quote from Stan Lee, and it says, That person who helps others simply because it should or must be done, and because it is the right thing to do, is indeed, without a doubt, a real superhero. Perfect. It was so perfect. Oh my god! And also, when when he first comes on screen in his little cameo, his first line is, "I'm gonna miss him." Oh yeah. I mean, I I couldn't when he when he opened his mouth, I couldn't believe that that was his first line. That was really powerful. Mm-hmm. So whether by intention or not, um, this is such an amazing, fitting tribute to the legacy of Stanley and what he wanted this character to evolve into. In 2018, ushering in a new era, hopefully. Like, I swear to you guys, if this movie does not bring about some change to the superhero genre, if it's like a one and done thing, I will be so sorely disappointed in Hollywood for not seizing the opportunity with this. Agreed. I hope, like, if anything, I feel like Sony and Marvel, Disney, right? I think they're getting it. I don't know what's going on over there at DC. They're still floundering around and it's like they haven't gotten the memo that other than Spider-Woman, excuse me, other than Wonder Woman, that you need, like, you're not connecting with the audience. I feel like they're so caught up in, in all the semantics of it that they forgot at the end of the day. You still have to develop a character. All these things work, like you stated with Spider-Man or whatever you have there, because we're connecting with the humanity. Like, we yeah. know there doesn't exist anything with, with you. There's no such thing as a superhero. But, you know, it's little things. Like you said, is Peter Parker being a hot mess, right? And Miles kind of like being, well, you're Spider-Man. Like, you have to get it together. You know what I mean? <laughs> and if you're not getting it together, how am I supposed to figure it out? If you're 
you know, running around with gray sweatpants. That's not very <laughs> superhero-like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and the gut and hanging those, out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And those are the those are the things, the little humors that make the rest of the stuff work. And again, um, the visual stunning. You really, the way they depicted New York, the complexities of the skyscrapers, and then touching the comic book aspect of mm-hmm. it's a visual novel in many aspects, also. So yeah. well, I think that I mean I think you hit the nail on the head. All of this works because at the end, it's a good story and we see ourselves in that. Yeah. And and also in addition to that, fantastic voice work really, really sells the characters. Um yes. Shamik Moore is fantastic as Miles Morales. Uh but honestly I was really impressed with Jake Johnson. Oh uh, he, he really yes. you can feel how layered his character is that he wants to be better and he just isn't and he doesn't want to be depressed. He wants Mary Jane back all these things um, and, and then uh, on top of that, he has to now figure out how to be the Spider-Man that he needs to be in order to help Miles be the Spider-Man he needs to be. And so all of that, you can really feel it in just a voice performance. I was very, very impressed with Jake Johnson's work there. And all of it, all of the voice work all around really sells everything you guys have been talking about um, with this phenomenal, phenomenal writing that has so much heart and power in it. Yeah, he makes my uh, he makes my voiceover line up with, with one of yeah. our MVP film awards at the end of the year. I have Jake Johnson on there because I agree with you, Dan. He was the MVP of the movie for me. And I was very surprised by that because after watching him for like years on things like new girl, yeah. I do find sometimes that his voice can be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It can be very flat at times. Um, it always sounds like he has the same flexion and I don't really sometimes get, um, a true sense of character. Um, and I was very, very surprised at the added layers, like you said, and the nuance. Um, and I think also that has to be attributed to the writing too. Yeah. Um, the, the writing in this movie is, uh, uh, it, it's beyond what I feel like we normally get within the uh, realm of animation. And that's what makes it one of the best animated films and I think also one of the best films of the year period Um, and how smart it is and how it doesn't forget that these are it's not just a a slice of entertainment these are real characters or a deconstruction of one character uh, expressed you know through all these different incarnations it's just so brilliant yeah we're so used to getting all these cinematic universes that we don't actually care about or want. And they announce all these spinoffs that nobody really cares about. Uh, but here I want I want them all. I want I want the Spider-Gwen movie. I want Spider-Man 2099. I want a sequel to this one. I, I, I there the, the possibilities are genuinely endless uh, for where these stories can go. And and that's that's thanks to the, the amazing writing from Phil Lord here. I, I want I, I want the Haley Steinfeld uh, spinoff, honestly, yeah, at this point. Absolutely. Me too. And I think, yeah. And it's like you said is also, we want to know how miles grows into the character. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. How is he making the leap from being a guy, figuring it out to now in the body of Spider-Man and taking on that responsibility as well as still trying to be miles, you know? The guy that that has the shoelaces. Yeah, like what happens with his relationship with his father. Exactly. Because that would be very interesting if we have a sequel to this and we don't actually see um, the other Spider-Man 
characters again because technically speaking spoiler alert um (laughs) the movie is fixed in a sort of way that uh, miles is existing within his own story by the end of this movie and not interacting with the other characters anymore i i i would be very curious to see where they could take this story and continue it um and if they would even be I don't know. Like, would it be good to bring those characters back or would they or would you rather just focus on th- this new character? Because honestly, it's not the Spider-Man. It's not the Peter Parker that we know. Right. It's a whole new thing at this point. I mean, I think the beauty of it is exactly what you just said. You can go re- and reinforce those other relationships, these other Spider-Verses, so to say, or you can just do a standalone with now Miles being in the body of Spider-Man talking about what you just said the relationship father does he tell his father that he's the new spider-man right now that they've come closer and his father seems to be a little more towards and you know there's there's different ways that you can go there's actually just there's two movies additional movies just in what you stated Mm -hmm. and uh i'm either way i'm in I'm on for the ride. And I think the other thing that I love about this is it treats children, kids that are going to be into this, as well as well as the adults, as intelligent adults. You know what I mean? So that's what I like about it. Because I think sometimes when we make movies for kids, they forget that 7, 8, 10, 12-year-olds get pretty sophisticated, especially with electronics and all these other things, and, and that they don't want to be kind of like dumbed down. And this is, I think, entertaining for us as adults, and they're going to be like, Halloween is going to be crazy. There, there's going to be a lot of Miles hmm. Morales that's running around. All right. So uh, with that said, at this point, I want to pass it over to final thoughts anything that we did not touch upon that you run that you want to bring up uh Kafia, is there anything that we uh did not discuss yet here on the review that you want to uh bring up for spider-man into the spider-verse take your kids to see it and i think out of all the offerings for kids this, this is probably the one that's going to appeal to all the kids because sometimes you know you have Mary Poppins might be more for artsy kids where like the boys might be like i'm good i'm passing on that with this is this is this is the one where I think the whole family will be really fun and um, thoroughly love it. And hopefully, you know, awards time, they'll do the right. Thing. Oh, I certainly hope so. Dan. Absolutely. I wholeheartedly recommend this on every level. Um, this is one of the best films of the year. Certainly uh, one of the, one of, if not the best animated film of the year. Um, so it's really it's uh, exactly like Kathia said, it's it, this is a movie for for everyone, for all ages. Yeah, uh, one other thing I want to touch upon too is I also love that even though we've seen Kingpin, uh, you know, in live action form with the, like the Daredevil show and things like that before, um, I really, really love that there was still actually a level of depth to that villain's motivations that also was deeply heartfelt and was understandable. Like yeah. this movie, like I was saying before, just goes above and beyond where it doesn't really have to, but it, it it does. And I appreciate it so much for that. And it just helps to make the movie feel that much more dynamic and so much more interesting than, like I said, it surpassed my wildest expectations and I didn't really have wild expectations. It surpassed all expectations essentially for myself when I walked into it. Man, I left on such a high after this movie was over. Me too, It really, really blew me away. 
knocked knocked me right in my ass. I, I just I was not prepared for it. <laughs> I have to be honest. I, I felt like you. I don't know who said it, but when I first saw it come across the screeners, I was like, oh, do I really want to sit through another kids movie? Is this going to be special? I'm so glad I went. I am so glad that I pushed myself to go because it was like the thing because. We had all seen between movies and screeners. It's award season. It's like getting big. We're we're at our whip's end at this point. So another movie was a little daunting, but this was this was a nice shot. I'm very happy with us. Yeah. Uh, with that said, what would be your grade out of ten, Kefia? A ten for storytelling, for character development, the artwork, everything. It was so, like, I appreciate when folks think about the little things, not just about the big things. And even the animate, I love how they animated Miles. High top, the Jordans are untied. Uh, when he gets his power, his hands are floods now. <laughs> it just, I really, really, really love that. I love how he was singing off key I mean, it's just like you can tell. Kudos. Um, I don't know who the animator is who did Miles. If you guys know, definitely uh, put that out there. But kudos to whoever did that because just it was brilliant. All right, Dan, great out of ten. Uh, so I, I'm I'm uh, pretty stringent with my nines and tens. I've only given out a couple nines this year, no tens. So uh, so for me, it's an eight, but that's a really high score. Uh, I think it is a fantastic film, um, excellent all around, and yeah, I, I I can't recommend it highly enough. Eight out of ten. And for me, it's a nine out of ten. I do think that some people uh, might be put off by the animation style. I think it can be a little overwhelming at times, like as like sensory overload goes. The movie is also sometimes very fast to the point that at almost two hours long, I don't know about you guys, but there was definitely a point where I think by the time we got to like the third act and there was just more action sequences, I started to just feel a little exhausted watching it at times. And I'm not saying that, like, you know, it's not even so much a knock. I definitely think there are going to be people that watch this, and it's just not going to be for them. Not because of the story or anything like that, but just because of the style of the movie um, and its animation and and how quickly it moves and how, like, those zingers, man, for, like, the witty jokes and stuff, they just come fast at you throughout this whole movie and frequently, too. Um, that I can see, instead of it being exhilarating like it was for me throughout most of it, um, I could definitely tell that there might be some people that by the time they get to the end, they're just like overwhelmed a little bit by it. So 9 out of 10 from me. It's still one of my favorite movies of 2018. It's it's the best animated film I've seen in 2018. I wholeheartedly recommend it. Adults, teens, kids, everyone. Everyone should definitely check this one out for sure. And now we discuss its Oscar potential. So at this point, um, I I think we all are in agreement that it's probably going to get a Best Animated Feature nomination. However, however, we were all very confident that the Lego movie was also Mm. going to get a Best Animated Feature nomination. And look how that turned out. We thought it was going to win. Yes. And it would have won if it had been nominated. And Uh, now that you mentioned that, that, that that film, like we already said, was from the same creators behind this film, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. So uh, is history going to repeat itself or are they going to come around this time? 
it's how the campaign goes, right? I mean, I hate to even say that. Oh, that bothers me. But we have to keep it like 100, as they say. It's all about making sure that people see it. Mm-hmm. I really, I mean, you would think in this day and age with all the different ways that you can view movies, right? Like you literally don't have to depend on people going to a theater. We prefer for them to do it. But it, I think it's just making sure that the people who vote on it that are in charge of these nominations get their hands on it and then following up and making sure that they see it. And uh, that's step one. And number two is it's time. You know, I mean, I love the Disney movies, but it's time that we start embracing movies that are futuristic and are current, that mm. aren't doing the traditional thing. So, I mean, I, who knows what's going on? But I, in a perfect world, yes. Hopefully yeah. one day we won't even have to, hopefully one day movies like this will be in contention for Best Picture. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, period. Because it's a good movie. Right. But yeah. let's hope so. You know. And if we're talking about what film deserves the best animated feature. I mean, this is the best talking about the animation, the best animated feature. I mean, it is it, it like I said earlier, it really pushes the the boundaries of what we can do with animation. It doesn't look like anything we've ever seen before ever. Um, and so as good as some of the other films that are in contention are they really are fantastic films um i mean this is the best animated film of the year it looks different and it's new and it really deserves consideration in that way uh and also too i just want to say for the record it has an a plus cinema score it is currently made 12.6 million dollars on friday and is heading for a 35 to 40 million dollar opening weekend and i do think this film is going to have very strong word of mouth throughout the holidays and we're going to see it continue to grow from there as well it won't be as big of a hit as something like incredibles 2 but i definitely think it's going to do uh well enough that it yes i think enough people will see it now the question is you know, was Lego Movie, did Lego Movie miss that nomination because of the live action element? I don't know. That's the story we all tell ourselves, right? And to it this came day. out in March. You know, this one comes out in December. That's that's a plus for Spider-Man. Of course. Agreed. Agreed. So I, I think it's safe for the nomination. I actually am starting to even wonder just a very, very little bit because there is an open slot in Best Adapted Screenplay right now. I mean, can we, can we, you know, can we flirt, flirt with that idea a little bit here? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean, love listen, the idea. Yeah, agreed, agreed. I, oh. I, again, right? I don't know. I mean, let me ask you guys this then. Do you think with the influx of these new voters, and I think this year will be the first year well, we'll get a good sense if the new membership is having an effect on these nominations. 100%. Categories like that, right? Yeah. Do you think new membership, because we let's not think about the 80-year-old guys, the new membership is dedicated enough to put that out there? I, I definitely think that the new membership um, is one that is very much in touch with podcasts like our own online chatter they 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 have an idea based on what they have been hearing not just at parties and from making up their own minds but i mean i mean a lot of these people have twitter you know and they see the same things that we're seeing and talking about i would say if we want to get serious and put it out there that this could be a contender for best adapted screenplay and enough people start 
seeing that and going, yeah, you know what? And they start saying it too. That's how it becomes a reality. It, it's it's just you got to put it out there first, and hopefully it catches on. If you really believe it, you know what I mean. And I definitely believe it with this one. I I I would not be upset in the slightest if this were to land in that category at the Oscars at all. I mean, it's going to make my personal lineup for sure. I think it is absolutely one of the best written films of the year. Um, but in terms of actually handicapping its Oscar chances, I, I, I'm, I'm not so uh, I'm not going to get my hopes up for that one. No, um, no, 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 no. I'm not either. No. Yeah. But I definitely I definitely have my hopes up. I, I feel very confident that it'll get the nomination for animated feature. And I'm starting to think it could win. So we'll we'll see what happens there. That would be very nice. I need to see it win the Critics' Choice. I need to see it win mm-hmm. the Globe. I need to, I need to see it win. I think I think Critics' Choice is very likely. Honestly, yes. I think Globe is Globe's going to be the know. tough one. Yeah, Globe's it. Yeah, Globe is very iffy. It like I said, it's just it's been weird so far. And thank God for Critics' Choice and award mm-hmm. shows like that who are open to taking the leap into the future. And again, I mean. This this will be the year where we'll find out if new membership has an effect and will shift how these things get viewed, you know. I agree. And 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 so hopefully people and again, even I would be happy if it even was one of those things where it was like it just missed the nomination by a little bit. Mm. It's in the conversation as far as best adapted screenwriter. That would be a step in the right direction. So when the next movie, when next time something like that comes around, it can get over the hurdle. Yeah. I mean, Logan got a nomination last year. Black Panther is amazing, likely, like doing well in the award season conversation this year, heading for a possible Best Picture nomination. Avengers Infinity War made all this money. I mean, one could venture to say that this has like been the best year ever for the superhero genre. In- yes. So many regards. So I love where we are right now with this genre. And I love what Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse does for the genre in propelling it forward into a bright and hopeful future. Now the question is, are they going to actually walk through the door that they have opened? We will wait and see with bated breath. Kefia, thank you so much for joining us for this review of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Tell everyone that's listening right now where they can find you on the internet. Well, you can find me personally at Katia, K-A-T-H-I-A, Woods, like Tiger Woods, with an S. And you can find that, find all my reviews and all my movie chatter at uh, com. It's all one word. And, you know, again, thank you so much for inviting me. This is a lot of fun. It's always nice to speak about movies in a positive way and to uplift and let's hold our breath and see if the Academy comes through. Yep. Dan? You can find me uh, on my main podcast, The Screeners Podcast. And you can find me on Twitter at HowatDK, H-O-W-A-T-D-K. And you can find me at Next Best Picture. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to our review of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse here on the Next Best Picture podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Player FM, Acast, CastBox, and now newly on Spotify. 
Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts to let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and support. And if you're feeling generous, head on over to Patreon, where for $1 minimum a month, you can get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you so much for listening. As always, we shall see you all next time. something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details